Bleed Tech Blue Radio Spring Practice getting underway Friday afternoon. It's been a long time since we've seen the Louisiana Tech Bulldog football team in action. Of course, the last time we saw the Dogs was a tough performance. Uh, probably be the best, the nicest way to put it in the New Orleans Bowl as Louisiana Tech fell. 38-3 to Georgia Southern, wrapped up their 2020 season at 5-5 five and five overall. Of course, I'm Ben Carlisle, call me BC, publisher, bleedtechblue.com, coming to you live, getting you set for spring practice. You can join us, bleedtechblue.com, your number one source for all things Louisiana Tech Athletics. Throughout all 12 months of the year, we cover it year-round, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, you name it. You can join us for just $1. Use the promo code BTB6, BTB1, excuse me, get you six months of premium access. You heard that correctly. $1 gets you six months of premium access. Use the promo code BTB6. B1, we'll have daily practice reports throughout the spring. We'll cover all 15 spring practices, including the spring game that is set for April the 24th. A couple of programming notes. Of course, Diamond Dogs, Lane Burroughs and his squad. A couple of nice wins recently. Sunday, defeat the number one team in the country, Arkansas. Back that up with a win over the fourth-ranked Ole Miss Rebels on Tuesday night in Ruston. They'll travel to Tulane this weekend for a three-game set. All three of those games will be broadcasted on ESPN+. Plus. It's a 6 p.m. first pitch on Friday, 2 p.m. first pitch on Saturday before the series wraps up on Sunday with a 1 p.m. first pitch. Of course, we have the entire series previewed at bleedtechblue.com. Duncan Dogs, Eric Cockle and his squad, of course, they bow out of the Conference USA Tournament in the semifinals last Friday with a 54-48 loss to North Texas. They'll get another opportunity to compete in the NIT after they accepted a berth on Sunday night. They'll get Ole Miss on Friday night in Frisco. That's set for an 8 p.m. tip on ESPN2. But let's jump into it. Louisiana Tech football getting set for spring practice starting up Friday, March 19th. Practice begins at 4 p.m. They'll go again on Saturday at 3 p.m. Then they'll practice for the remainder of the spring, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, over the next four weeks. Like I said, we'll have it covered each and every practice, detailed practice reports. You do not want to miss those. You can join us, bleedtechblue.com. Only $1. Get yourself six months of premium access using the promo code BTB1. So, like I said, Bulldogs wrapped up their 2020 campaign. Uh, wasn't the, the season that we all anticipated, 5-5 five and five overall, but all you can do, turn the page get to the 2021 season and working on getting that edge back in Ruston and competing for a Conference USA championship in 2021. So what has the offseason looked like to this point? On the coaching front, Robert McFarlane out as the offensive line coach, uh, I believe it was described as a mutual parting of ways. 
Dave DeGuglielmo, Coach Gooch, hired as the new offensive line coach, brings to Ruston 17 years of NFL experience, won Super Bowls with the New York Giants and the New England Patriots. Coach Gooch will be tasked with fixing a tech offensive line that only paved the way for 99 yards rushing per game in 2020. Uh, Of course, Israel Tucker, Justin Henderson, both gone from the backfield. Uh, From a running back perspective, we'll discuss the running backs here in a second. Uh, Passing game for Louisiana Tech struggled as well throughout the 2020 season. We'll discuss the quarterbacks. Got to get some of the quarterback sacks cleaned up. Uh, Bulldogs, I believe, allowed 29 sacks in only 10 games a season ago. So Dave DeGuglielmo, the new offensive line coach, replacing Robert McFarlane on the defensive side of the ball. Brian Gamble, the linebacker's coach, off to Texas State where he'll be the co-defensive coordinator. Uh, Congratulations to Coach Gamble and his family. David Blackwell, defensive coordinator, will coach the linebackers. Perry Carter uh, will coach the cornerbacks. He's replacing Jeff Burris, who left for the same job at ULL. Perry Carter comes to Louisiana Tech from ULM, also brings to him or brings to Russin eight years of NFL coaching experience and looking, uh, let's be honest, to fix a Tech defensive backfield uh, that really struggled on the back end um, in defending the pass, particularly on third down with a lack of ability to truly succeed in man coverage. Tech currently has one assistant coach position uh, that is still open, hasn't been officially announced. We we do have the details of that hire, so you can come to bleedtechblue.com, uh, which I'm sure will be finalized in the coming days. From a transfer perspective, we talked back in December into February about the nine signees that Louisiana Tech brought in uh, from the high school ranks, eight of those guys, one junior college player, offensive lineman, Demarcus Gordon as well. That brought that total to nine. Tech has also added five transfers here in the offseason. Samuel Williams on the offensive line comes to Louisiana Tech from ULM. Marcus Williams comes to Ruston from Appalachian State at the running back position. And then three players in the defensive backfield, uh, Balin Buchanan, cornerback transfer out of Tennessee, Elijah Hamilton, cornerback safety, can really uh, kind of a Swiss Army knife, can play either spot from Vanderbilt. And then Miles Mason, a big physical six foot two, 215-pound safety from the University of Arkansas. I'd expect all five of those guys to play key roles for Louisiana Tech in 2021. So let's break it down from a uh, position-by-position perspective for the Bulldogs as they enter spring practice Friday afternoon. First, at the quarterback position, of course, Luke Anthony coming back from the leg injury that he suffered against TCU. Uh, knocked him out for the bowl game against Georgia Southern. Uh, healing nicely from all accounts. Coach Holtz has shared with the media a number of times. I would expect him to be limited, especially in the early going of spring practice, which gives Aaron Allen, J.D. Head, an opportunity uh, to have a true quote-unquote quarterback battle. I know a lot of folks are excited to see J.D. Head, the true freshman out of Parallel Texas, uh, got an opportunity to see him a little bit in Louisiana Tech's bowl game where he went 9-14 of 14 for 73 yards and one interception. Um, I would expect those guys to split reps early on in camp. And, and like I said, um, how the quarterbacks play, uh, especially Head and Allen, we'll see where Luke Anthony's at. 
I know Caleb Holstein, the freshman from St. Thomas Moore, is also in the mix, but the quarterbacks, really a big spring for them. They need to prove themselves. If they don't, does Louisiana Tech look to the transfer portal this summer? Running back position, I mentioned Marcus Williams being brought in from Appalachian State where he had over 2,000 yards, 14 touchdowns during his four years in Boone, North Carolina. You mix him in with Greg Garner, the JUCO transfer from a year ago, Harlan Dixon, the freshman running back out of Slidell. I think those three guys have an opportunity to be pretty good, but outside of Marcus Williams, it's really an unproven running back room and Brock Hayes will be evaluating those guys throughout the spring. I think running back's a spot. Tech might look to add another younger-type running back this summer via that transfer portal that has become so important across the game of college football. Looking at the receiver position, of course, Adrian Hardy gone due to graduation. C.J. Powell transferred to McNeese. Uh, You look at some of the guys that are back. Isaiah Graham will use his extra year of eligibility at one outside receiver spot. Jawan Johnson is back. Uh, He'll he'll get a a long look at an outside receiver spot. Griffin Hebert we're familiar with. Smoke Harris we are familiar with. But some of the younger guys, who, who kind of establishes themselves as guys that could potentially be a dude? Uh, I'm talking a dude that can make a difference at the receiver position. Trey Harris, a freshman. C.J. McWilliams, a freshman out of Halton. Taj McGee, the redshirt sophomore out of Franklinton. Wayne Toussaint, uh, we've seen him get down the field vertically. Kyle Maxwell, redshirt freshman, big six foot four target on the outside. Uh, Louisiana Tech's got some ant. They have some questions to be answered at receiver as far as. Who is going to be a dude? I think that you got to have, I know a lot of times we talk about a Carlos Henderson, a Trent Taylor, uh, some of those guys that played in the NFL or have gone on to play in the NFL after stellar careers at Louisiana Tech. But those guys created a tremendous amount of separation. And I think that's what set them apart and which allowed for Tech's offense to be so explosive over the years. Those guys at receiver have talent. Uh, They're young in a lot of spots, but... This spring, they have to prove that they can get open and give the quarterbacks some reliable options so that they can make some big plays down the field. If they don't do it, the transfer portal. Like I said, for quarterback, running back, and receiver. Wouldn't surprise me to see Tech get a veteran guy. You could stick into the boundary, third and six. Who could create some separation on a slant and pick up a first down? That's an area that Tech will be missing Adrian Hardy at in particular in 2021 when you look at it on paper entering the spring. Up front on the offensive line, of course, Willie Allen opts out a year ago. Anton Lewis has transferred to South Alabama. Cody Russey, four-year starting center, has transferred to Houston. But who is back? Joshua Moats back at left guard. Abe Delphin started at right guard a year ago. He'll move to center this spring. From that point forward, it's a lot of dudes that were looking for some guys to prove themselves. I'm being honest. Dakota White has experience from the end of the 2020 season. Walker Hankinson at the other tackle spot. I mentioned Samuel Williams has over 2,000 career snaps played at ULM. Outside of those guys, Demarcus Gordon, Christian Henderson, Byron Rossell, Burt Hale, the true freshman out of Oak Grove, Jonah Brewster, Stevie Ballard, Jaron Gilbert, 
true freshman out of Sam Houston High School down in the southern part of the state. Some guys have to step up on the offensive line and give Tech a formidable unit that not only allows the quarterback time to throw, but allows Tech to run the football on third and three, third and four late in the game when you're trying to put a, put a game away. Dave DeGuglielmo, Coach Googe, brought in from the NFL ranks, longtime friend, longtime uh, assistant coach, has coached with Skip Holtz at both UConn and South Carolina, will be tasked with getting this work with this unit to work together as one and create a quality product up front. Because if you ask me, I think that's the biggest reason for Tech's offensive struggles in 2020. Shifting over to the defensive side of the ball. Of course, David Blackwell entering his second season as the Tech defensive coordinator. I'm not real sure we got a good read on what Dave David Blackwell likes to do defensively. Uh, of course, didn't have a spring practice. Didn't get an opportunity to have a normal fall camp. Didn't have defensive backs that could play in man coverage. For a guy that likes to attack the quarterback with a multitude of blitzes, probably not a great recipe for being successful defensively. Up front on the defensive line, Willie Baker's back after missing last season due to a knee injury. DJ Jackson's back at nose tackle. Eric Kinzer's back at an end spot. Keevy Rose got a ton of experience as a redshirt freshman. Gerald Wilbon, the Texas grad transfer, provides some nice depth. We saw Levi Bell a year ago, the JC transfer out of Tyler Junior College. He's a guy that cre- can create some havoc. But outside of those guys, a bunch of young players that are looking to make an impact. Deshaun Hall played a good bit a year ago. Is he a pass rush type guy that can get to the quarterback? Is it Michael Clark, the redshirt freshman? Is it a guy like Shaq Spears, six foot four, two hundred and ninety pound, perfect three tech guy at defensive end? Is it a Joe Mason, Kershawn Fisher, Ben Bell, brother of Levi Bell? So many young pieces on that defensive line. I know Anthony Camp's excited. He told us on BleedTechBlue.com back in February, or BleedTech Blue Radio, excuse me, back in February, how talented the room was. But who steps up? this spring, and proves that they can rush the passer. Tech must get more pressure, must cause more lost yardage plays on the defensive side of the ball, and that starts up front on the defensive line. Looking at the linebacker position, there's not a whole lot we can say about the linebackers. Trey Baldwin's back. Tyler Grubbs is back. Mackie Carabin's back. Probably the best unit on the team. Grubbs was an All-American. Trey Baldwin's a all-conference type of dude. Mackie Carabin nursed the hand, the wrist injury, hand injury early in the year. Came back, played solid. Cody Fulps eligible as well this year after sitting out last year after transferring from McNeese. Linebacker, not a whole lot I can say to you guys. You guys pretty much proved it on the field that you are really quality and do a good job at playing the linebacker position. Probably the best linebacking core that Skip Holtz has had during his eight-plus years as the head man in Ruston. Shifting to the secondary, we mentioned Balin Buchanan, Elijah Hamilton, and Miles Mason being brought in to help revamp this secondary, help this unit perform at a higher level. Who are the guys that are back that are potentially 
difference makers. First team all-conference as a sophomore, B.J. Williamson at safety. Cedric Woods, the true freshman out of Carroll, really good a season ago, but he must get better. Khalil Ladler, the transfer from Virginia Tech. Where does Ezekiel Barnett fit in as a sixth-year senior? Is he still down in the box? Does he drop back and play a more traditional role at safety? I think he stays in the box. I think Blackwell tries to get him in more pass-rushing spots. Maybe he does the same with Khalil Ladler. We'll see. But the bottom line is, DJ Brown, the transfer from Penn State, are you a dude? Zach Hannibal, do you step up as a sixth-year senior? Broderick Calhoun, your fourth year in the program. A lot of questions to be answered in the defensive backfield for the Bulldogs. Holtz has mentioned he's excited about some of the young safeties when you talk about Christian Archangel, Jamison Kelly, some of those guys back there. But the defensive line getting more pressured, coupled with some guys back in the secondary showing that they have the ability to play man coverage, I think the defense has a chance to kind of gel as a unit. You get 15 practices in the spring, figure out what you are during the spring so that you go into the summer on both sides of the ball. Do you need a quarterback? Do you need a running back? Do you need an additional dude at receiver? Is secondary still is the secondary still an issue? Is the defensive line lacking a pass rusher? Those are questions that must be answered this fall or this spring, excuse me, so that the Bulldogs can bounce back, get back to that 8-10 to 10 win mark and competing for a conference championship, which quite honestly, and I welcome it, that's the expectation for the Louisiana Tech program with Skip Holtz in his ninth year. Of course, Holtz 61-41 and 41 during his eight years in Ruston, 6-1 and one in bowl games, has played in two conference championship games. Man, in case you can't tell, I'm really jacked up about spring practice. Of course, Ben Carlisle, BC publisher, bleedtechblue.com. Real quick, let's run it down. Let's take a look at the 2021 schedule. Bulldogs open the season September the 4th at Mississippi State. Come back home on the 11th with Southeastern. Really tough FCS opponent September the 18th. Uh, Pretty big non-conference game at home. Sonny Dykes coming back to Ruston. Hey, Sonny boy, come see us, SMU. September 25th, Dogs open conference play at home with North Texas. And following week, they close out non-conference play on the road at North Carolina State, getting into the middle of October at UTEP, October 16th, at home against UTSA on the 23rd, before going on the road against the East Division's Old Dominion. Looking at November, at UAB on the 6th, back home on the 13th against Charlotte, at home on the 20th in a rivalry game against Southern Miss before closing out the regular season against Rice. So, this Louisiana Tech team, like I said at the Open, 5-5 five and five overall in 2020. It wasn't pretty in a multitude of ways. I'll be honest, college football as a whole wasn't that pretty in 2020. All the stops and starts, all the different cancellations and postponements, but feels like we're getting a sense of normalcy back. Louisiana Tech back on the practice field, spring practice starting up Friday afternoon, 4 p.m. BleedTechBlue.com will be out at all 15 practices, providing daily practice reports that you don't want to miss. Of course, you can join us at the website BleedTechBlue.com. 
Only $1. Get yourself six months of premium access. Use the promo code BTB1. Oh, yeah, six months from today will be September the 17th. Yes, that's correct. That will get you access throughout the remainder of baseball season. We'll get you access all summer and including fall camp. We want to see you at BleedTechBlue.com. Like I said, spring practice, 4 p.m. tomorrow. We'll have it covered. Number of questions that the Bulldogs have to answer. Just wanted to stop by, give you a quick Bleed Tech Blue radio spring practice preview. I'm BC, publisher of BleedTechBlue.com. We'll see you.